Hey there guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Zeke Said So Show. This is the one and only show where we talk about all things uh, movie news, video games, television, comic books, and all that sorts of good stuff. And uh, yeah, what a show we got for you today. We got a pretty packed show to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about a, a few things, including uh, uh, casting for the new, for the Black Adam movie and a production start date. Uh, then we got a new teaser for the movie New Mutants, the legendary New Mutants. Um, and then we have uh, Tom Holland's Uncharted movie has officially started production. Uh, I just hit the microphone, so I just, my apologies. And then, uh, and then we're gonna review a new movie, uh, a new movie that I, re- that I watched, uh, this week, and then we will get into your, uh, Q&A questions, and that's basically gonna be the show. So, um, I wanna start off with a couple things, though. One, uh, there's a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday. Uh, we, I am reviewing The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, and next week, the next week's episode of Throwback Thursday will be The Mummy, 1999. We are review. Me and Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez are back to review The Mummy, 1999. Uh, and then we got um, a brand new. But but you definitely want to go check out uh, the conclusion to my Hobbit series of reviews. Uh, then we got uh, a brand new episode of Avatar the After Show and a brand new episode. Uh, and uh, oh, there's now I I need to explain myself, okay? There is no new episode for the Web Slingers podcast, and I'll tell you why. Um, I I've mentioned in other previous uh, podcasts that it is very difficult. To plan and schedule my shows, especially when I have other responsibilities outside of the podcast, you know, because the the you know here's 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 a secret to you guys. I'll I'll tell you guys a little secret. I have a job that pays me money, and I got to do what they tell me to do. So so uh, <laughs> um, but basically that has taken up a lot of my time. Um, and, uh, you know, now I'm starting to kind of just, I don't know, like it just is hard to balance everything that I got to do on the podcast plus everything I got to do on, uh, in my regular normal life. Uh, plus, you know, starting back on going to do YouTube videos again, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, it's a little difficult but uh, so, my, but my apologies. The Web Slingers podcast will be back next week, though. Uh, don't forget to check it out. Uh, I I'll actually be recording that episode this weekend. So, um, all right. Um, but one more thing I want to talk about is this. I have not made a YouTube video in quite a while, actually. I think the last time I uploaded anything on my channel was back in like March. I I I, th- I really do think it was back in March. Hang on a second. Now I, now I gotta look this up. Um, because I know I did a, a vlog announcing that I was gonna do more videos on the channel, and then I failed on that promise. Uh, come on. 
Oh, come on, you piece of garbage. Come on, computer, you piece of garbage. By the way, uh, make sure you guys go check out the, uh, while I wait for this thing to load, uh, make sure you guys go check out our sponsor for this, uh, this episode, uh, Anchor Podcasting. Um, you guys definitely are going to want to check that out. <laughs> I just said that randomly. But, um, alright. So, the last time I uploaded the video, it was back... Hang on. Back in April. On April 6th, 2020. And it was basically me clipping out a uh, thing that we were talking about on the Zeke Setzer show about binge-worthy TV show... Uh, recommendations and so yeah it was um that was basically the last video I did it was the last one I did however I decided that it was time to get back to making YouTube videos so this week I actually recorded a um, video called the DVD slash Blu-ray collection year four and it is now up on the channel it actually went up as I'm recording I'm recording this I'm recording this episode on Friday um, it went up on Friday night um, this episode of the successful show is going to be going up on Saturday so um, definitely go and check that out it's up on the channel it's 54 minutes long it's a very long video so if I were you, I would uh, grab something to drink and something to eat because you're probably going to be there for an hour. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty long video and it's, uh, you know, but it's it's my comeback. I, I guess you want to, I guess you would call it that. Uh, it is a comeback. So, um, yeah, there's just so much here. Oh, look at these old videos of me. Oh man, even the older ones too. Like, gosh, the last Airbender review slash rant. Oh, oh, I can't even look at these. <laughs> um, and the reason why I can't look at them is because most of my old videos are like, not to go off on a random topic, but a lot of my old YouTube videos were filmed on a uh, Samsung Galaxy S. What was it? Five. No, it had to be a, a Galaxy S5, Samsung Galaxy S5. I can't, I can't remember, but it was, it was one of the earlier Galaxy phones that my, that my videos were shot on, before I obviously got a camera. So, um, but anyway, uh, there is a new video up on the channel. It is called the DVD slash Blu-ray collection. It is where I go through every single movie slash TV show. Uh, it's where I basically show you guys what I got on my collection as far as because I haven't done one of these I haven't done one in like Gosh, the last time I did one was back in 2017. So like almost Almost four years like October of 2017 was the last time I I did one and I knew that 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 needed to be the the video I come back to YouTube with, um, but on my YouTube channel I'm gonna be doing a lot more vlogs. So um, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel at Zeke said so. So you definitely want to go check that out. I'm gonna be 
actually starting to uh, vlog more of the behind the scenes of the of the Zeke Setso show. Um, kind of, sh I think my next one of my one of my next videos I do is uh, show you how I record the Zeke Setso show and how I uh, how I do everything on it. So uh, yeah, that will be a. That would be pretty interesting. So, okay, let's get on with the uh, Zeke Setso show, and let's talk about s the movie news. This is where we break down every single... This is where we break down three movie news topics, and we go in-depth on them. So, let's start, without any further ado, let's start with the movie news. Uh, and we're going to start off with um, Noah Centineo? Uh, Centineo? Is that how you pronounce his last name? I don't know. But uh, he's all I know is that he is from a movie called To, to All the Boys Something Something Something. Um, uh, and he's just been in a lot of those straight-to-Netflix teen romance movies that have a huge following for some reason. Um, but yeah, he's just in, yeah, so, and he'll be playing, and he was, you know, last year he was rumored to be playing, um, He-Man at one point, uh, but now he is been cast, he's gonna be playing Adam Smasher in Black Adam. Um, and we also did get a confirmed start date for production on Black Adam, and it will be in early 2021. So here's the here's the thing with the cat. First of all, look, this kid. I have seen him in some stuff, and he's a he's an okay actor. I think the reason why they're starting to cast him in all these big projects though is because he's he brings in the Netflix audience. You know, the audience that only knows him from his Netflix stuff, he's going to be bringing a lot of people in. Like, like they're going to, like, they cast him as He-Man. And the only reason why they did that was so that they can, once again, bring in the younger demographic that only watches his movies on Netflix. You know, uh, same thing with this, with this Black Adam thing. I feel like they've only cast him because he's not that great of an actor. Like, I've seen him in some stuff, and he's really not that good of an actor, you know? And and I feel like the only reason why they're casting him in all these big movies is because, again, he brings in the, the, the people who would normally skip the movie theater to just watch something on Netflix. He brings in that audience, which, I mean, is a good thing. But is it really worth making a character who's probably going to end up being the worst part of your movie? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm doubting this kid. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll find a way to make him work in the movie. I don't know. But all I know is that from what I've seen from this kid, he is not a good actor. Now, I don't know who the character of Adam Smasher is. I don't know. I, I just don't know who the character of Adam Smasher is. You know, never heard of him. <laughs> He's one of those comic book characters that I just, you know, I'm a comic book fan. I read a lot of comics, but that is way too obscure for me, you know. So, I I don't know. I just, um, eh, I mean, 
okay. <laughs> um, he's just like I don't know. It's just there's just something about him. He's not. I don't find him like he just plays the same character in everything he does. You know, and he never. I've never seen him go outside of the box on anything. You know, so anyway. Um, all right, let's just move on to the next topic because there's really not much to talk about there. Um, but here's something we should talk about. Uh, this is, uh, this dropped, uh, I think, yesterday actually. But uh, there is a brand. There was a brand new teaser uh, for New Mutants, and it was basically a a little sneak peek to show you that that the uh, cast of New Mutants will have a panel at um, Comic-Con at Home, which is going to be the virtual version of San Diego Comic-Con, um, which I don't think I will be attending this one, uh, even though it will be available. I think it will be available to watch for free. Uh, I don't think I will. Um, but I am I am going to DC Fandom. I, I am going to join the... I am going to watch the stuff at DC Fandom. I will do that. But anyway... The Comic-Con stuff I have no interest in right now. Uh, well, at least this year I don't have any interest in Comic-Con. Um, but New Mutants is going to have a panel at Comic-Con uh, at home. The the Comic-Con at home. And, yeah. So, here's, here's the thing, okay? Lately, we've been seeing a bunch of movies getting delayed. We've been seeing a bunch of movies get, going straight to streaming. Um... And I think I here's the thing, okay? With New Mutants, everyone expected that it was going to get put on Hulu, including the guy sitting right here in front of a microphone, uh, talking to you guys. Um, I said I I was confident that they would put this on streaming I was very confident that they would put this on stream confident that they would put this on streaming but they never did that's the thing they never did put it on streaming and it's very weird to me as to why they didn't do that um, I don't know maybe they have confidence that the movie will make some kind of money but the last X-Men movie that came out really didn't make that much money like it legitimately like x-men dark phoenix was the last x-men movie that came out it flopped not only was it a very terrible movie but it flopped so freaking bad you know and what makes you think that new mutants a property that nobody has heard of what makes you think that new mutants is going to be as any more successful than Dark Phoenix was. It's not. So why take why why should Disney even try? And and the and the question is, should this movie still be released in theaters or go straight to streaming? And in my opinion, I think the safest bet would just to put it on streaming. Look, there's not a lot of money to be made on streaming services. There's just not. 
don't read those fake reports that you see where oh trolls 2 made so much money or scoob made so much money on home video there's no money to be made from home video releases because guess what most of that money goes to the streaming platforms a majority of the of the profits that those movies make that those movies that you're renting go straight to the streaming platforms a majority of them like they the theater the the, the studios take a small percentage of the totals you know so I think I think the best thing to do for on Disney's perspective is to just put this thing on on streaming put it on Disney plus or put it on uh, put it on Hulu I think it would be a little bit too intense for Disney plus so maybe put it on Hulu um, and look people will watch it if you just put it on Hulu or on any streaming service there will be people who are so desperate People like me who are so desperate for new content, they're going to go and watch it. So why wouldn't you want to put it on streaming? It just doesn't make any sense to me why, as to why they're so, they're just so, they're, uh, it just frustrates me that they won't just make the smart decision because the smart business decision would be to just put this thing on streaming. Because this is a movie that is, this is a movie that is going to fail. I usually don't like to say that about movies. I don't want movies to fail at the box office, especially movies like New Mutants, which looks like it's going to be taking a huge risk. You know, like I've been excited for. I have been excited for New Mutants ever since they ever since they announced this movie and then when Josh Boone got attached to it I was even more excited and then when that first trailer came out and I saw that they were going for a more um, horror movie vibe I was even way more excited for it and now it's like they're they're not going to do that like they're they're just it's like they have been making decisions with new mutants that has just lessened my excitement for it you know and nobody's excited to see this in theaters anymore the hype to see new mutants in a theater is gone and because um, a lot of states in uh, nation a lot of states nationwide are clo are closing everything I know uh, California just announced this week that they were shutting everything down again. You know? The movie theaters aren't opening anytime soon. So why would... Again, why wouldn't Disney just want to play this smart and just put this on streaming? A movie that is most likely to fail at the box office... Why would you not want to put that on streaming and have it gain an audience there? You know? It just doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense. Anyway. Uh, that's just my opinion. I know a lot of people think that this movie should be released in theaters. 
they want this movie to have some uh, some form of uh, closure. Um, I think this this movie is like a is like an injured puppy on the street that you just you just gotta you gotta put it down put it out of its misery you know this mo- this this movie is that for the for the original era of the X-Men franchise is that it is just you just gotta put this franchise back to, uh, you just gotta this movie just needs to come out on streaming so that we can be done. So that we can just be done. Because it's just... It, who the, who's actually excited for this? Is anyone out there excited for it? Please, I would like for you to let me know if you are actually at any way, in any way, shape, or form, are you excited for New Mutants? Because I want to be excited. But I just can't get excited for this anymore. Especially with that new teaser. That teaser was so terrible. That teaser for New Mutants was just awful. Anyway. Um, Alright, let's... Let's move on to the uh, final movie news topic. And that is this. Uh, Tom Holland uh, just... Uh, had posted a uh, picture on his Instagram that confirmed uh, Uncharted has started production. Um, and uh, so basically, uh, uh, Tom Holland put this uh, really cool picture of I think it was his name on like a uh, on a movie set chair, and basically he said day one of Uncharted, you know. Um, obviously, Uncharted is going to be released on July sixteenth, uh, twenty twenty one. Actually, just a full. Actually, just yesterday, it was going to be a full year. A full year until this movie will be released. And I gotta be honest. Okay, here's the thing. When Usually, usually for any movie that was in development for so long, I'm usually like, I'll be, I usually have an attitude where I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, now that I, I, well, now I know for sure that this movie is indeed happening, you know, and I am really excited for it. Real, I'm really interested. I'm not excited for it actually. I'm a huge fan of the video game, okay? And I want to be over the over the roof excited for this movie because Uncharted I feel like has a lot of movie franchise potential. I think there's potential there for a franchise of movies. You know, you maybe can have like a a 10 movie cinematic universe with Nathan Drake going on various different adventures, it, it could be fun. It could be fun. Which is probably why they cast Tom Holland. Now, I don't like the fact that they cast Tom Holland. I would have rather have a Nathan Drake who is older, who's a little bit more 
Because one of the things I loved about Nathan Drake was that we didn't have to see his origin story. I mean, we got it in Uncharted 4, but it worked so well in Uncharted 4 because it was connected back to what was already going on in the main storyline with what was going on. I mean, minor spoiler for Uncharted 4, I guess. But it was connected back to the storyline with Nathan's brother, Sam. So the origin of Nathan Drake was actually very important to that main storyline. But other than that, I'm just thinking, do I need to see a younger version of Nathan Drake? No. I would rather see a Nathan Drake who's a little bit older, who knows what he's doing, who has been in this game for quite a while. I'm not going to lie. That Uncharted uh, fan film with Nathan Fillion, I thought that could have been a full feature-length movie. An Uncharted, uh, a full-length two-hour Uncharted movie done exactly that way, I felt like it could have been freaking cool. I thought it could have been really good. A really fun movie. But they're not going in that direction. They're going to go in a more different direction with uh, Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, which kind of... It still frustrates me that they went with Tom Holland on this one. I feel like they cast him only because... He's only because he's Spider-Man. That is literally the only reason why they cast him. Is because he's Spider-Man. And I remember at one point, Travis Knight was supposed to be directing this movie. And because Tom Holland couldn't get it into his schedule, Travis Knight left. So... Here's the thing. Tom Holland better be freaking, really freaking good in this movie. Because if I see this movie and he's terrible in it, I'm going to be really upset that you kept the movie star instead of keeping the director who directed one of my favorite animated movies of the past couple years in Kubo and the Two Strings and then basically revived the Transformers franchise with Bumblebee you know it's just uh, I don't know anyway let's move on before I get angry um okay let's move on to the uh, movie review segment and we're only reviewing one movie this week uh it is called The King of Staten Island um Now, this movie was released on VOD a few weeks ago, but uh, I waited until the very last minute to see it. Um, Let me bring it up. Uh, The King of Stanton Island. So, this movie, uh, it was written and, it was co-written and directed by, uh, by uh, uh, Judd Apatow. Um, And... Uh, it is about a, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it stars Pete Davidson from, uh, Saturday Night Live, and, yeah, so, now, here's the thing with Judd Apatow, I thought, I think some of his movies are really good, but some of his movies aren't, he's kind of hit and miss for me, um, here are just 
some of the movies he's done. Let me bring up his filmography because again, some of his, a lot of his movies are very, very, very hit and miss for me. Okay, uh, so we got. Or director. Okay. Alright. So. Okay, so we have uh, The 40 Year Old Virgin, which was a great movie. Uh, Knocked Up, which I wasn't really a fan of. Um, this is 40, which I. Is that the one with. Uh, can't remember. Is that the one with which one was this is 40? I gotta see which one that was. Oh yeah. Uh yeah, no, never mind. Uh I thought that was the one with um No, that one was 50-50, I think. The one with Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there was a. Then there was this is forty, which uh, it's not good. Trainwreck, eh. And now he did the King of Staten Island. So how is the King of Staten Island? It's a good movie, very good movie, very good movie. Uh, it it it's not as good as a movie of let's say forty year old virgin. It's not as funny as that movie. But it's it's pretty it's pretty fun. Um, I thought the humor worked on some level. Um, I thought the cast was actually really great for the most part. Um, let me just again bring up. I I accidentally exited it off of Google. Um, so as far as the cast goes, you had a uh, you. Pete Davidson, who is always great, um, even in Saturday Night Live, he's always great. Um, Bell pa- uh, Powley, with who I have actually, I don't think I've ever seen. Um, Marissa Tomei, you got Bill Burr in there. You know, it, it, a, a lot of the cast members are actually really good. You know, and apparently this is um, kind of based on. It's it's supposed to be. According to Google, it's actually the the synopsis is literally says, um, literally says a semi audio uh, autobiographical comedy slash drama about Pete Davidson growing up in Staten Island. So, so it's kind of you can tell it's you can tell it's based off of sort of somewhat real events. Because uh, Pete Davidson did write th- write this movie, and you can tell it's a very personal movie to him. Um, but this was a this was a fun movie. It was a very fun movie. Was it fantastic? I don't know if I would say that. But I thought it was a good enough movie. I think the cast was great. I thought the humor worked when it needed to. Um, and I think some of the emotional elements of the movie really do work. Um, although the movie isn't... My problem, my biggest problem with the movie is that... 
much with Judd Apatow as it's just just something that has to do with Judd Apatow is just that he tends to whenever a joke seems funny at first he tends to repeat that same joke throughout the entire movie and for me a comedy works when you have a variety of things you're joking about not when you're repeating the same joke over and over and over and over and over and over again maybe for a stand-up show that works before two and a half before an hour for a two hour and 17 minute movie that that doesn't you don't need that um also speaking of two hours and 17 minutes this movie could have been chopped down by like 30 minutes like i thought this movie was way too long it was way too long for its own good um but other than that you know it's not great um it's not I, I wouldn't say it's 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 not a perfect movie but i thought it was fun enough um i could probably give it maybe a 7.5 out of 10 again to me judd apatow just hasn't made a good movie since the 40 year old since the 40 year old virgin um and so i feel like this is probably his best movie since then, but that's not really saying much because a lot of his movies haven't been that great. So, um, but yeah, I, I like this movie. I thought it was fun and I do recommend watching it. It's on VOD. I think you can rent it for like $4 now. Um, but, uh, anyway, that's just, um, my thoughts on the King of Staten Island. Alright guys, so we are going to take a uh, quick commercial break. We've been already going on for 30 minutes now. And uh, I am going to have to refill my uh, my drink here. So hang on tight guys. Uh, we will be right back with the Zeke Said So Show. What is up guys, it is me Zeke the Geek here. And I am the host of the best podcast on you on the internet called the Zeke Said So Show. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, then go to the Zeke Said So Show where we talk about movies, video games, comic books, uh, you know, anything, anything and everything. We talk, we talk about it. I'm joined by uh, some guests, including the including Robert the Ghostwriter Martinez and that one kid, or. Whoever want, whoever else wants to be on my podcast, they are welcome to join. I am joined by one guest, or sometimes it will just be me by myself. And you and you guys get to join us as I take your questions after I talk about three movie news topics. We're talking about all things nerd stuff, nerd related and geek related. So if you are a fan of movies, television, video games, and comic books, and much much more. Go, go start listening to the Zeke Said So Show on Anchor, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. that is where it can be found. Zeke Said So Show, Anchor Podcast, go check it out. If you are a fan of the Zeke Said So YouTube channel, Zeke Said So Show podcast, you can go to my Patreon account and, su and support that channel. We have plenty of tiers that are perfect for your benefits. We have the $2 tier where you can donate, where if you donate $2, get your, you get a shout out right here on, on my YouTube channel. I do that 
for you guys. Or you can go to the $5 tier where you will get film commentaries. That's where I will watch a movie. You guys watch along with me and I'll just kind of talk about my thoughts throughout the movie. Kind of like how all friends do it when you sit down with a group of friends watching a movie together. You guys like to talk about it uh, amongst each other. And then you have the $10 tier, which is you get to request a movie that I get to review on a Throwback Thursday podcast that I do that week. So request, you get to do a request for any movie that I can review on Throwback Thursday or any of, or my Zeke Central podcast, anything. I will talk about it if you donate to that tier. But if you guys can't donate to the Patreon, that is completely okay. I'm not mad at you. You still watch the channel. You're still supporting me on that level by watching the channel anyway. But if you're interested in really supporting the channel, if you're interested in getting a shout out, checking out some film commentaries, and requesting a movie review, go to my Patreon link in the description below and get your take of the Zeke Said So channel. Throwback Thursday is better than ever. If you go to the podcast feed on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast, you can go support Throwback Thursday. Starting on January 9th, you will get more Throwback Thursdays, starting with my review for Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, and we're going to be reviewing all types of movies, whether they came out in in the 20s or whether they came out last year whether they came out the year before that whenever they came out before now we are going to review those movies for you guys so if you're interested go check out the throwback thursday on the podcast feed on the zeke said so podcast feed go check it out and let's go back to well the past Alright guys, and we are back with this week's episode of the Zixeto Show. We are now moving on to the, uh, we're going to move on to the Q&A questions. So let's see what we got here. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, what do you miss most about the movie theater? Oh, that's such a good question because we haven't, I haven't been to a theater since March. Like the last time, the last movie I saw in the movie theater was the My Hero Academia movie. Um, which, you know, as a fan of My Hero Academia, it was a really great show. It was a really great movie. But if you're not a fan of the show, if you've never seen it, you probably think it's the stupid, it's the worst movie to go out on. Um, but no, it was fun for me. Um, that's the but that's the last movie I saw in a theater like that and Onward. Those were the last two movies I saw in theaters. Um, but what do I miss most about it? Uh, probably just sitting in that theater, just sitting there. I usually sit in the very top row, in in the middle of the very back row of the theater. Some people don't like to sit in the back row of the movie theater. They like to sit in the middle of the theater or the front row. I like to sit in the very back. Middle, uh, the, the middle of the very back row. Because you get to see literally the entire screen. You know, you don't even have to look down to look at the screen. Because the theaters aren't that big. You know, I mean, they are pretty big but it's not like you have to look down you know 
But yeah, no, I I just miss sitting in that theater, looking up at the screen, seeing the movie trailers for upcoming movies, and smelling the popcorn and eating the Sour Patch Kids, drinking the uh, Coke Zero, which doesn't taste like regular Coke at all. Um, That's why I drink uh, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar or uh, or water (laughs) or sparkling ice or uh, Diet Pepsi. So, but anyway, um, the thing I miss most about the movie theater is just being there. I just miss being there. Just walking in, not just into the auditorium, but into the actual movie theater building itself. Just walking in, smelling the popcorn, um, going into the auditorium. It, it's just, man, I miss it. I wish I can go back. Um, all right. Uh, are you interested to see the Bad Batch spinoff series coming in 2021? Yeah, so that's another thing that uh, Lucasfilm had announced that they were doing a uh, a spinoff series on Disney Plus uh, called The Bad Batch. Um, I feel like this was going to be the show they announced at Star Wars Celebration before it got canceled this year. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to see it. I loved what they did with The Bad Batch in the first four episodes see i like the first four episodes of the fine of clone wars season seven i think that i think it was season seven but i like the first four episodes the the stuff with bad batch the search for echo i loved all that stuff um so i don't mind seeing a spinoff series dedicated to these guys i think it'd be pretty cool to see um you just get to see them doing random missions like it could take it's apparently it's going to take place um, after the uh, the Clone Wars show, so you're gonna see them doing a bunch of random side missions. That that would be fun. Like that'd be that'd be really really cool to see. Uh, keep only one. Uh, the Dark Knight or Spider Man into the Spider Verse. <gasps> no, don't do that to me. Oh, two of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Shoots. Man, I can't choose one. I can't. Like, they're both so great. I can't choose one. I can't. Sorry. I I just can't. Um... They're both, so, but I will talk. I will. I will take this time actually to to mention how great both of them are. Um, the reason why I can't choose is because they're very similar movies. Almost the the Dark Knight. What that did for Batman was that it really showed people the type of Batman that was so comic accurate this the the dark knight was the absolute most accurate version of batman we had ever seen on screen now although i think ben affleck did a better portrayal of batman i thought 
the the Dark Knight is the better movie because it overall understands the world that Batman lives in. This kind of dark, you know, gross criminal, you know, town of Gotham City, you know, and it understood who the character was and the world he lived in and it expanded upon that world, you know. We got to see more play, uh more parts of Gotham City. We got to see more of the 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 mob stuff than we got to see in Batman Begins, you know? And they also what they also did was that they gave us a villain who although you don't get to really know what his actual true backstory is, he is a villain who you understand his point of view on certain things. You know, you understand, like, you don't condone his actions, but you understand where the guy's coming from, you know, in some weird way, you know where he's coming from. And then moving on to Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, it does that same thing where the the movie is just so, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is just so accurate to who the character of Spider-Man is. And what the character represents. You know. Spider-Man. To me. Has always been a character. Who represented. Um, taking up some level of a responsibility. It is a. He is a hero that teaches you. The lessons of being a responsible person. And a better person, in fact. And I thought Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse portrayed that aspect so well. Especially with Miles Morales. Especially with Miles Morales. Like, everything that Miles Morales goes through in that movie, you relate to. And I mentioned that on my... uh, I mentioned it on Throwback Thursday, if you haven't checked it out. But I mentioned... That every character in that movie is just so relatable. You know? I mean, even though Miles Morales isn't the villain of the movie, he's very similar to the Joker in that... Into why I love Heath Ledger's Joker is that... I mean, obviously, I don't relate to Heath Ledger's Joker, but I understand where Heath Ledger's Joker is coming from. So I could do the same for Miles Morales. You know? Miles Miles Morales does a lot of things that you don't normally condone, but you don't condone most of his actions, but you know, you relate to that and you understand because you've been in his shoes in some way shape or form. We have all been in Miles Morales' shoes, you know? And that's what I love about Spider-Man. It's what I love about both movies. Is that what The Dark Knight did for the Batman franchise in creating a comic accurate portray- a, a accurate portrayal of the character we knew from the comics um, Sp- into the spider-verse did that same thing for spider-man it gave us a accurate portrayal of a character that we remembered from the comics uh, and that's what I love about both of them so the fact that you're asking me to only keep one that's like that's like asking me to only keep one of the uh, original one of the original Star Wars movies like I can't do that 
I just can't. Um, all right. Uh, do you watch Lucifer? And have you seen the trailer for season five? I do not watch Lucifer. The sad thing is, everyone recommended that I should watch. A lot of my friends were recommending that I should watch it. But I don't know. I've never been interested in Lucifer. Like, I watched the first couple of episodes and I could not get into it. I couldn't get into it. Whereas a show like Naruto, which I'm watching right now, Naruto, I watched the first episode and I didn't like the first episode. I didn't like the first couple episodes. But over time, I started to like it more and more and more. Once you got past episode two and uh two and three uh, once you got past the first three episodes you start getting into it and it starts moving it starts like you you start to get into it or a show like avatar the last airbender you know first few episodes are kind of slow and kind of fillerish, but you start getting into it because the characters are so likable you know um and with lucifer i just i can't get into it i just can't and I tried so many times to get into the show, but I I just can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, have you tried out Peacock yet? I actually have. In fact, last night, um, before I fell asleep, I uh, was watching a lot. Because they have... Uh, I love the show Pawn Stars. And they had Pawn Stars on... Um, Peacock. They have Pawn Stars on the the Peacock streaming service. Now I'm doing the free version because I want to test it out for at least a month until I know that it's worth getting the subscription service. You know, um, but but yeah, last night I was just watching a lot of Pawn Stars on that, and I'm actually I'm not gonna lie, I'm liking it. What I don't appreciate is that they're already taking some of the best movies that I love. Like, they're already taking out the Jurassic Park movies. Like, they're removing the Mummy franchise is, is getting off there. You know, like, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have the Mummy movies on Blu-ray. But still, it's like, why would you... Why are these streaming services doing that? I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, okay, uh, thoughts on the trick or treat movie, uh, trick or treat, uh, and thoughts on the movie trick or treat, and would you be okay with a sequel to it? Yeah, I'm actually going to be doing a throwback Thursday episode on trick or treat, uh, in October during the month of Halloween, actually. So, um, so I'm going to I'm going to kind of I want to save my in but I I'll tell you what my overall thoughts are. I really do love Trick or Treat. I love it. And I think it's Mike Doherty's uh, Mike Doug Doug uh Duggery? Mike Mike Duggery or Doherty? I can't remember what his name is. Um I can I can never pronounce his last name, but um I think it's his best movie. I mean, I love Krampus and I like what he did with Godzilla King of the Monsters, but I Love Trick or Treat. I think it's his best movie, and I would like to see a sequel to it. I would. I mean, I don't know what you would do as far as the store, as far as the um, anthologies, 
Because Trick or Treat, for those of you who've never seen it, um, without getting into spoilers, it's kind of a um, an, an anthology film, you know. Um, but it's like it's it's so unique in the sense that it's kind of an anthology film where it's somewhat all of it is somewhat interconnected in some way, you know. Um, but I I I like it, and uh, I would totally be okay with a sequel. I would. I would be okay with a sequel. I'm I'm surprised it hasn't already happened. Because you can go to um, Universal... I think one year at Universal Horror Nights, you can go and see uh, the the, car- uh, the main... Uh, what's the character? Is it Sam? Is that what the main... Char- is that what the, the... That creepy... Creepy figure at the front of Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Creepy Jack O' Lantern. Or I don't think he's a Jack O' Lantern. I I don't know. I don't know what he is. I think he might be a scarecrow. He looks like a He looks like a scarecrow. I'm just gonna go with a scarecrow. Um Uh, I don't know, but the, but yeah, I think you can see this main creature that's on the cover of the of Trick or Treat. You can see him actually at um, Universal Horror Nights. Um, yeah, it's all uh, Trick or Treat is such a good movie. I I like it. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm definitely gonna go. I'm definitely gonna review it. Uh, very soon, actually. Very soon, I'm gonna review the the, the movie. Um, alright. Uh, let's see. Uh, rank the Terminator movies. Let's see. So there's six of them. Wait. Yeah, six of them. Uh, let's see. Terminator, Terminator 2, Terminator 3, Salvation, Genesis, Dark. Okay. So, I'll start from worst. Uh, the worst one by far for me is Terminator Genesis. That movie... Wow, I really hated that movie. Um... Number five, I'll probably go with Salvation. Uh, number four, I'll go with Rise of the Machines. Number three, number three, I, I'd have to go with Dark Fate. I mean, because although I was massively let down by Terminator Dark Fate, at least they sort of tried to make a a better movie than those other than the other ones at least they sort of tried and it wasn't as garbagey as terminator genesis or salvation or terminator 3 um although i will say the one thing i've always said about terminator i thought the first half of the movie i think there are aspects of the movie that truly feel like the first two movies and then the second half of the movie, I don't know why, but it's like after they run into Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, the movie just feels like Terminator Genesis. It feels like the Terminator sequels. I don't know why that is, though. Like, you would think that having James Cameron coming back to help shape the story 
And then having Tim Miller directing it, who did such a great job with the first Deadpool movie, you would think that that movie would turn out to be a lot better than it did. But uh, anyway, um, then we get into the good movies. Um, Terminator 1, which is fantastic. Uh, it's because what I love about one of the things I love about the first Terminator movie is that actually it doesn't feel like a action movie. It actually just feel it feels like a horror movie almost, um, which is one of the things I love about it. Um, and then easily my favorite is Terminator 2. Um, Terminator 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and yeah, I, I love I love Terminator 2. Um, so uh, going down the list again, uh, number five, number six I have uh, Terminator Genesis. Number five I got Terminator Salvation. Number four I got uh, Terminator Rise of the Machines. Uh, number three, I got Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, number two, I got Terminator. And number one, I got Terminator uh, 2 Judgment Day. So, uh, Alright. Uh, favorite movie poster? Ooh. <sighs> Good question. Favorite movie poster? Um... my favorites actually um is the the teaser poster for and look I'm saying this the teaser poster for Star Wars The Last Jedi that is such a great teaser poster like a really great teaser poster what I love about that is I love the fact that it I love the teaser poster because it you you have Ray standing like in the middle with her lightsaber lit up and then like this long line and and on each side there's Luke and then there's Kylo Ren and it's like I I just love that poster and I remember when I saw it I flipped out. I thought it was such a great... Even when Ryan Johnson was like, we have a teaser poster, everyone went all, boo, because of the... Because they were waiting to hear about a trailer. But I just thought, oh, wait, what's this teaser poster? Is this, te this teaser poster better be good? And then it was great, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it, it looked... It, it's a great poster, and I like it. I like it. Uh... I also like the poster for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse where it's Miles Morales like uh, falling, free falling from a building and he's upside down. Um, I like that. Uh, I like that poster. Um, oh man, I'm trying to think. There's other. I I could have sworn there was another poster. Another movie poster that I really liked. Oh, I love the 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 uh, the poster for um, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier because it's literally the teaser poster because it's literally all it is is Cap's shield and it's all uh, busted up and like 
kind of faded a little bit and it just ha- it just has his shield and all it says all it has is uh the the release date on it and that's it i was i, I remember i saw that poster for the first time and i was like that's a pretty darn good poster <laughs> um and it instantly showed me i remember in that moment i i remember i saw that poster and i thought wow this looks complete this actually looks completely different from the first movie's teaser poster um all right uh would you be okay with a creed 3 sure i i mean sure <laughs> look i i think if it were up to me we would stop after creed 2 but if they have an idea that would be cool to see, then I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Okay, so. Uh, favorite movie in the DCEU? Uh, Shazam. That uh, is my favorite movie in the DCEU. I think, I think out of all the movies in the DCEU, it's the, it's the one that feels like... It's the one that feels more grounded. And I love the superhero movies that feel... A lot more grounded and a lot more smaller scaled almost even though yes it is about a a 12 year old kid who gains the powers of a magic wizard okay it's a weird concept but the just the way they were able to make that movie it's not really a movie about a superhero it's really a movie about this kid like going like going through just this this kid who's just looking for a home like i love it i i I really love it looking for a family it's just such a great movie um all right uh do you want to see a sequel to solo star wars story absolutely not solo a star wars story is literally one of the worst star wars movies ever made i personally think it's worse than phantom menace like i know a lot of people are going to disagree with that but I would rather watch Phantom Menace over watching Star- Solo a Star Wars Story. Because at least Phantom Menace, at least that one tries to be fun. Unlike Solo, which is just so dull and boring and you want to be put to sleep. Um, and the movie's just like, it's like... <sighs> this is basically Solo. <clears throat> you know what we could do to save this movie? We could mention Darth Maul in the last five seconds and people will go I know him and then they'll be like uh, and then you know they'll show him everyone will freak out everyone will get on Twitter they'll be like oh Darth Maul showed up at the end and then all of a sudden we're never gonna see him in another movie or a Disney Plus series or anything we're just gonna he's just gonna be there (laughs) you know it's that's literally what it is it is vader in rogue one it is literally the exact same thing they did with darth vader in rogue one put him in the movie for like 30 seconds granted the darth vader scene in rogue one was a lot better than the darth maul scene in solo i'll I'll give you that I, i will give you that the darth vader scene in rogue one is so much better so much better than the the darth maul scene in solo so I will give you guys that, but no, I don't want to see a sequel. I don't. I don't want to see Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo again. 
I just don't want to see that that version of Star Wars ever again. I'm just so like it's it's not a world that interests me. It's just not. I'd rather see the Mandalorian side of Star. Like the world that the Mandalorian introduces, I'd rather see that side of Star Wars rather than the Jedi and Sith or the uh whatever solo was or whatever the rebellion versus empire was you know i'd rather see that side of star wars with the mandalorian um all right uh rank the dark knight trilogy uh dark knight is my favorite batman begins as my second favorite and then there's uh the dark knight rises i love all three movies though uh, okay, uh, congratulations on hitting a thousand views on your movie theater cup collection video. Uh, will you do another one? Uh, well, first of all, thank you. Um, and yeah, guys, okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, for those of you who are new and, um, don't know, on my YouTube channel, which by the way, I do have a YouTube channel, it's where I got my start at Zeke Said So, um, I did a, uh, I did a um, uh, a video back in 2000. What was it? 16. Was what was that? 2016. I want to say it was 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. So I did a video back in 2016 called um, uh, called uh, Movie Theater Cup Collections. Um, And and I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not think that video was going to get the views that it's been getting. Like, it is insane. It, like, I started, um, I started collecting them. And then I started collecting the popcorn buckets, too. But here's the thing. I had no idea. Like, I thought maybe the video would get 20 views. That was it. Because that's usually the amount of views a lot of my videos get. The highest amount of views my videos get, because I don't have that many subscribers, is like maybe 50 views, you know? But this video, for some reason, was able to get to 100, 500, 600, 700, all the way to now, it is at 1,072 uh, 1, views. And I remember when I saw that, I could not have been more proud of that video. Couldn't have been more proud. Now, it's not that I'm never I am proud of a lot of my a lot of the videos that I make. A lot of the videos that I make, I am very proud of and I actually do I put a lot of work into uh the videos on my YouTube channel. You know, um half of them unfortunately were deleted thanks to YouTube's algorithm. Um thanks to the stupid YouTube algorithm, um a lot of them were deleted which was stupid um but 
but you know I just I, I don't know I, I really did not think the, that movie theater cup collection video would get the amount of views that it's gotten and it's absolutely crazy like it's just crazy um, so will I ever do one maybe sometime in the near future yeah you guys have obviously shown you want to see another one with the amount of views it's gotten, you guys have obviously shown that you would like to see another one of these. Um, and also, I can finally address the question that's been there for like three years that I just completely ignored. Where do I get them? Um, first of all, I'll tell you right now, I get them at, I just get them at movie theaters. Um, I, I literally just get them at movie theaters. Or sometimes friends will give them to me. Like, I think I have an X-Men Dark Phoenix Collector's Cup that a friend of mine uh, gave to me um, just because he didn't like the movie. And I just took it because I, I, I didn't like it. I hate you guys know I hated Dark Phoenix, but I took the Collector's Cup because I really enjoyed the, the poster for it. So, but yeah, definitely. I will try to do another one of those. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the movie theater cups with me. You know, I moved into this new place and I uh, need to go, you know, they're still back at my, uh, the, the, they're still uh, put away somewhere. I just got to go get them. Um, so, yeah. All right. Uh, let's, uh, all right, let's move on to the final question of the show. And that is. Do you want to see the sequel trilogy characters return in the Star Wars universe? Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. I mean, look, I know there's a lot of people who don't like the sequel trilogy. The guy talking to you included. Like, I, I overall was massively let down by the sequel trilogy. Okay. However, I still want to see these characters. I want to see Rey again. Not in a movie, but in a TV show. I would love to see Rey again. I want to see Finn. I want to see Poe. I want to see Ro the character of Rose. Rose needs to get her redemption because I don't feel like she got it in Rise of Skywalker. Um, I want to see what Lando has, is doing after the Rise of Skywalker. Um, just I want to see what's been going on after the what's been going on after the the events of Rise of Skywalker. You know. Now that the First Order, or the Final Order, or whatever the heck it was called in Rise of Skywalker, um, is gone, I, um, I'm really, I would really like to uh, see these characters uh, maybe doing side side missions, you know, across the galaxy. Like maybe Rey is going out and searching for new Jedi to train like that would be pretty cool you know uh, but all I'm saying is that here's here's my pitch for the next Star Wars trilogy okay the next Star Wars trilogy 
set it 900 years into the future, okay? 900 years after the events of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, you're basic, you can basically reboot it. You can basically do like a reboot, have brand new characters. Uh, you can visit familiar places, but don't, but also introduce new worlds, you know? Basically what Ryan Johnson was going to do with his trilogy, which I don't think is happening anymore. Um, basically what Ryan Johnson was supposed to do with his trilogy, um, do that for the next trilogy of movies. The you know Now that the Skywalker saga is over, let's start a new saga. Let's start like maybe we focus on a new generations, a new family uh, lineage, a, like a new lineage, uh, like a new lineage. Uh, we maybe we maybe the first three movies of the of the saga start with kind of the same way the prequel kind of like the prequels and kind of like the Star Wars prequels where it's about the fall of one of the main characters. Um, their turn towards the dark side, you know. I think that'd be pretty cool to see. Um, so yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, that will do it though for this uh, episode of the Zeke Setso Show. It was a very packed show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and, uh, yeah, I, again, guys, I, I just want to say this, okay, I love doing podcasting, I love doing, you, I love doing this stuff, okay, so, just because I sometimes skip out on doing YouTube videos, or sometimes I skip out doing podcasts, I do like doing this. I like interacting with you guys, you know, because I like talking about movies, you know, because that's what we need, especially right now in an er- in a in a time where we have people fighting for equality. We have a pandemic that's basically, you know. We have a pandemic that's got everyone freaked out. We have so much going on in the real world that's just so crazy. We need more people talking about the things we love, which are movies, video games, comic books, uh, movies, television, video games, comic books, and all that sorts of good stuff. And I feel like you guys can come back every week and do that. Uh, right here at the Zeke Setso uh, podcast feed, um, and um, and on the Zeke Setso YouTube channel, because again, look, guess what? I'm gonna be doing more vlogs. I'm actually planning on doing a skit um, for my YouTube channel. I'm hoping to film a new skit actually um, uh, this weekend. Actually, uh, I've been I've been thinking about some ideas, um, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to for you guys to I can't wait for you guys to see. Uh, can't wait for you guys to see the future of Zeke said so but that will do it for everything here guys uh, make, again make sure you guys join us for all the other shows like the Web Slingers podcast Avatar the After Show and Throwback Thursday and uh, thank you guys so much for listening and I will talk to you guys later peace out